Hey, it's James. I'm just jumping in before the episode to say thanks. We've made it into the double digits now, and you've been with us through the whole ride. As such, you've already heard from us many times, gotten to learn a little bit about us, why we're so excited, and heard us all say thanks a lot. So we're going to give these intros a rest for a little while. We'll bring it back when we've got cool news to share or questions we want to answer. But I just wanted to give you that heads up and again, say thanks. Enjoy the episode. Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. So, for those of you who just know us, the dulcimer tones of our voices talking about this imaginary game you might not know that two of the people sitting at this table are in and of their own rights mildly internet famous. Everyone's looking around like, oh, <laughs> one of you guys is internet famous. <laughs> not me. These two? Actually, it, no, wait, I was going to say these two. No, it's not me. It's, it's definitely not me. It, are you talking about yourself? It's funny that you say that. <laughs> I once interviewed LeVar Burton. That's, his, that's the best I get. That good. actually is pretty good. That's pretty great. That's it, though. Was it fun? Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. who's internet famous here? Who are you talking about? So I, I actually was going to talk about, for one, Jared or JT, <laughs> who actually runs a, a different podcast. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> uh, JT Matthews is my pin name, uh, but I do a Broncos and beer podcast with my brother-in-law for uh, Mile High Sports. Please so. say the name because it's great. Orange and Brew. It's uh, it is great, and it's totally worth checking out if you're into beer or Broncos. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's the weirdest, like probably non uh, cross section of of uh, hobbies, which is Pathfinder and sports. But you, you never know. You say that, but I look around this table, and like everyone except for me is into both of those things. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fair. I would That's love true. to know who Russell Wilson is supposed to be passing to uh, this season. Oh, because Jerry Judy got in trouble? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cortland Sutton, he's, oh, he's yeah, been he's to the Pro Bowl. That's, that's Tim true. Patrick that's true. got re-signed, too. He's good. Who's that? Uh, he's, <laughs> he's a wide receiver. Sorry, I, I'm like on a pedestal now that my team happened to make it to the Super Bowl. So I'll I'll, I'll let it slide. And uh, Albert Okwebunam is a good tight end, a young tight end. And they just drafted a kid out of UCLA yeah, named uh, uh, Dulcich, who... Looks like he'd be pretty good, too. Plus, Jerry Judy's not in that much trouble, so we'll be all right. Seems to have declined in uh, seriousness. Do you remember that uh, scene in Major League at the beginning when they're, like, looking? It's like a montage of the people in Cleveland reading the the new team name, and there's those Japanese guys, and they're like, they're still shitty. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I feel about some. sometimes when my team's like, we got this guy, and I'm like, I don't fucking know who that is. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, which is interesting. It always cracked me when people are talking about it. There's, there's this sort of, I think, trope idea that sports and like tabletop games are so diametrically opposed. But so many people I know, if you're into one, you're often into another because it's, it's fun to be into a thing. Yeah. And I think that sometimes like tabletop can feel a little inaccessible if you don't know people, but like you can turn on a TV and watch a sports game and you can get into it. You can talk about it with people. It's fun to be into and so I know that all of you are there. 
I'm not going to out her for why unless she wants to out herself, but Jane is also somewhat mildly internet famous. That is the biggest exaggeration of all time, mm. but... I think you're being modest. Oh. So uh, modest. I am known for my modesty. <laughs> it's my, my worst favorite thing about you. <laughs> yeah. Earlier, we were, everybody was sharing their favorite worst things about me, so this is a nice change of Which pace. Which I'm disappointed didn't become our topic at the beginning. Of yeah, the honestly, me too. Trent, what was your favorite worst thing about me? Mm. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. There's so many things to go through. There's so many worst things about me. I have a list me. on my phone. Hold on. So You guys have like a Google Doc? Oh, um, don't tell her about that. Uh, no, I. it's it's fine. Um, I run a page, platform, what have you, on the internet about women artists because I'm an art historian. Um, it's at Women's Art Wednesday. I don't do it alone. I do it with my better and smarter other half, Paloma. Uh, who is a badass art historian. And we wrote a book, which was cool. Not only... Buy it, and I'll not, like you. Not only did they, they write a book, but recently uh, up here in our community, our community is like a local sort of TED Talk adjacent thing, and Jane and Paloma presented at that. And I got to hear all about like the work up to it and the context around it. But at one point, they were asked to pick, like, what song do you want to come out on stage to? Yeah. There's a whole other story there, but it got me thinking... Would your characters have like walk up or walk out music and what would it be? Can we just play it? For legal reasons? No, but we can talk <laughs> about it. Under fair comment and criticism, we can certainly use its name. We can discuss it. Yeah. Does anyone have something ready? Like if you're like, oh yeah, this this character, that's their walk out music. And you know what? Just because we're doing we're doing okay here and I want to learn a little bit about all of you, what would your personal walk up or walk out music be? So then I'll go first. So many things the same answer. thing. Oh, okay. I've actually had this conversation. Okay. Um, and Sure Shot by the Beastie Boys would be my walkout song. Mm. And Drosharis's? And I think it would also fit Drosharis. I'm a big Beastie Boys fan. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Mm -hmm. All right. Beastie Boys, uh, exact same. Anyone else? What do you got? What are you thinking about? Man, I'm having such a hard time. Just putting yeah. it in the spot, huh? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, um, you know, I feel like if you go with like 2000s R&B or, you know, 2000s mm. hip hop, that's pretty, pretty safe. Yeah, I was going to say, we're already off to a great start. Yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to like target one specifically that would work really well. I also thought for, uh, for Fox, maybe some Ursher, mm. um, some, something sultry and uh, maybe a little seductive. Oh, wow. <laughs> like nice and slow, Fox. something like that. He did have kind of a steamy flashback. Yeah, you go back and listen to it. If you're just joining us for this episode, this is a <laughs> serialized podcast, so go back and start at episode one. But if you work your way in, there's a little treat waiting for you. Fox getting a, foxy. Getting a little sultry. <laughs> Fox sultry. getting foxy. <laughs> foxy. I know what I would want Watson's to be. Oh, hit me with it. My Hero by the Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm down for that. Let's um, take it. And, and for, like, they could be just the other one also. Yeah, I'm not worthy of having that for my personal <laughs> one. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know for personal. What's going to pump you up? It doesn't have to be about you. I think if it's about your character, that's fun. But for your personal, like, what's going to get you pumped up to walk out there? under the spotlight and do whatever it is the, the public crowd is there to see you do. 
not like a real pumped up kind of person. I don't, I don't know. Like what, what do you, what do you, what do you think? You know you, what gets you pumped oh, up, Trent? Oh man. What do you listen to? Like what? This is like the Trent walk-up song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like I always associate you with uh, Death Cab for Cutie. Right. Like, it's That's not, like not a whole shame. lot of high energy stuff. Not a lot of you know? hype there, but, uh, well, also I feel dark. like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. You're pretty big on uh, Portugal the Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've got some bops. Yeah, Holy Roller's pretty good. I would go Holy Roller from, from Portugal the Man. Oh, Take I could it. also right. see you in like some just like dark classical music. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dark classical Some music. ominous, just like Valkyries. Flight of the Valkyries, yeah. sure, sure. Oh, I was thinking like uh, like something Hans Zimmer from Inception. What's that? Oh. Time um, or whatever. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Time after time. <laughs> time after time. <laughs> 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 All right, Jane, or you got... So for, well, when I did this thing and I had to pick up a walk-up song, uh, initially I said WAP, but I was joking. Did you say WAP? WAP. WAP. I just think it, I, and I'm not even kidding, I think it's like one of the most clever songs, like the lyrics. It really is. Are it the is. most clever lyrics oh, I've ever wonderful. heard. Yeah. Um, but the song that was that was chosen, though a little cheesy, it does. It gets me hyped when I'm doing like my women's art Wednesday projects, which is uh, "Like a Girl" by Lizzo, because she's mm. like, "I woke up feeling like I just might run for president." Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, yeah, I could like do that. that. Um, but then I think for Val, the only thing that came to mind was "Another One Bites the Dust" because she's an assassin. <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> all oh, right, it's yeah. a good walkout song. Done. James, uh, did we finish all of Jared's? Did we no, have your personal? I can't one? really think of a personal one. I'll just say "Party in the USA" because it's fun. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, I love that. I can't tell you how much I love that. So I think so. I don't have a character. So this adventure, and like, I don't want to give too much away about this adventure. But I think broadly, if I'm gonna pick like a pump up song for the adventure. I'm trying to find the right mood, right? Like, is it, is it spooky? Is it dark? What's the right place? And I think I've just got to go back and cause it's my story. And I'm going to say black parade. I think this mm. campaign's walk up. Uh-huh. When I was a young boy, my father <laughs> took me to the city uh, to see please. some executions. Oh God. Listen, we're actively losing listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like Muse or something like that. I could be okay. Oh, Muse is good. Yeah. Honestly, I think for me it would be there's a God. I'm gonna have to. I'd have to look it up. But there's a phenomenal, like a le- kind of weird electronica album by this artist uh, Joel Grind that just has a few songs that are absolutely amazing. And so I think, like as an album, I would say the album Equinox is sort of like the walk up album. Uh, if you have some time, go check it out. Really cool stuff. For uh, me personally, I think my walk-up music is probably Teenage Dirtbag. Mm. <laughs> okay. I just love that song. That's a great, great song. song. I feel like it works for me too. <laughs> I want to backtrack really quick go to on. say that you described JT at, at JT Matthews mm-hmm. and I Matthews. as mildly internet famous. Yeah. And I just want to point out that Trent is the only one here that's actually gone viral. He doesn't run a platform or anything. It's literally for just being Trent yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How Trent. many how many likes? I don't know which one are you talking about. Well, what <laughs> oh, Well, no, I feel like shit. a couple times you've gone you've kind of popped off with 
Yeah, so I, I just like randomly comment on politics stuff. So every now and then it'll, it will get like picked up by some national writer and then it's like an explosion of stuff just happens. <laughs> it's very weird. There honestly. was one like within like the it. last like year or two, I feel like that you got like an insane amount of likes yeah. and retweets on. But I don't even rem- I don't remember. What yeah, it was. he's too famous, too famous to remember. No, I just have a terrible memory like my character. Watson. <laughs> um, I also have a quick question just on on this topic about sure. the adventure. If you, as the GM, had to classify what the genre of this adventure is, because to me, mm, I'm, I'm getting good. some horror vibes. Yeah. But also, like, could be like action adventure. Like, what would you say the genre of this story is? Gothic horror. Ooh. Like Poe. Interesting. Ooh. I, I like mean, I, I feel like it wasn't subtle when a handful of episodes ago, there was a character who was freaking out yeah. about hearing the heartbeat of someone they, they murdered under the floorboards. Yeah. Sure. It's not, it's not subtle. I, the, the author's pretty, like they, they talk about it in the intro, but I do like the bit of a twist in which you're like, oh, where they're hearing the heartbeat of the person they murdered under the floorboards, but then this giant swarm of rock mites comes up from the floor yeah. as well. <laughs> so they, they do play with it well. So I think, it's, I think it's gothic horror. Cool. And you know what's really horrible is that right now, as we come back to this party, two out of ten. Ow! <laughs> God, that that cuts. That's coming from the, that's coming from the internet. Think, famous one. I think we should just get little like scoreboards, yeah, like diving judges, yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. like for every one of James's transitions to just man eh, two of ten. Ow! And you like can said, do better than that. I can, but I don't have to because unlike unlike you three, I'm not internet famous. Jason and I are just chilling out over here like, look, no one knows who we are and that's fine. I'm going out of my way to not be famous. Yeah, I I actually don't want anyone to, you know, know me on the internet. I'm going to put you all on blast as soon as I get famous. (laughs) Y'all going with me. (laughs) I'm taking you with me. Take us all to the top. (laughs) Well, you know who's not at the top? Who? Uh, The Order. Drosharis, who's at the bottom of the floor, unconscious. Um, So let's let's talk about this combat. Yeah. You all returned to Soul Mother's herbs. Definitely not a dispensary in the Tron. We got really quiet, like they were going to contest me. But I'm glad you're going along with it. You all got back there. It was (laughs) it's definitely a dispensary. Mm It was dark. You worked your way in. A couple of large hooded figures came out and started attacking you, wrapping chains around your neck, greater constricting you unconscious. We did the the thing that I hate doing, which is leaving leaving an episode at the end of mid-combat, and I hate doing it because I have to remember everything that happened next time, but I've got lots of notes in front of me, so hopefully it's still fresh in my head from last episode. According to my notes here, it's Drosharis' turn. You are unconscious. You are no longer bleeding, which is good for you and you're on the floor. This might be a pretty quick turn. What do you got going on, Koshiris? Let's see. I am going to continue to lay on the floor unconscious for nice. the rest of my turn. Solid. I like it. Solid plan. It's a, it's a classic for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's now the enforcer to the northern edge's turn. Bring it. Who critted Fox last turn, but didn't grab. Chains still hanging free. It's going to start spinning them around in each head. Shing! <laughs> shoot one of those chains and a whip motion out at you, Fox, attempting to hit you with it. Let's see if he can pull off some dope-ass moves. It's going to be a 46 to hit. That is a hit, not a crit. Ah, unfortunately. So, I'm gonna go ahead and do some damage there. We got a few dice dropping down here, which is fun. Oh, good rolls. 
And so that's going to come out to 33 points of damage. And you're going to be taking... I guess you would have bleed damage from the other one anyway. 33 points of damage. He's going to take a second action to grab you. Okay. And for his third action, he's going to plant his feet on the ground, brace, and just pull that chain tight around your neck, trying to right. choke out the breath from your body. Give me a fortitude save. Let's see how you handle it. That's not great. Ooh, uh, that's fun for me, though. <laughs> 35. 35? Oh, no. Oh. I'm patching it. You're patching yeah. it? Yeah. Patch it. All right, Patch we it. roll. Catch oh, it I rolled an 18. That's way better. Oh, What's the result now? 18 plus 28. I don't know what that is. 46. 46. So that's that's a success. Juggernaut. And you have juggernaut ability, so that's gonna you're just so hardy. You're a juggernaut. And you're gonna turn that success into a critical success. So you'll take no damage, and because of that, you will be immune to the unconscious effect for a minute. Yes. Okay, great. That's perfect. So that's his entire turn. Valentine, you're on the ground. You've got a pistol, according to my notes. It's yep. not loaded. No, it is. I loaded it. Oh, she, that's yeah. what I did with my second action mm-hmm. last time. Oh, my notes are bad. So you've got a pistol yeah. and it's loaded. Okay, so I'm gonna, uh, I have feet called Kip Up, so I can get oh. up and it triggers no reactions. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. Because so I figure up. this guy would try to oh, hit yeah, me. Oh yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. You don't know. Maybe. Kip up to your feet, pistol in hand, your dagger's yep. still on the ground. Pistol in hand, dagger still on the ground. Is my dagger close enough for me to reach down and pick it up? Your dagger is actually right underneath where that creature in front of you is standing. I so. feel like you're making that up, but whatever. <laughs> 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 So, I am going to shoot him. Okay. Which means I need to roll. I'm kind of putting Bam! it <laughs> Yeah, just like that. Just so, Val to their head. rolls to her feet, jumps up, standing in front of Watson now, who just actually saved her. Um, you feel rested. My notes here said that you, Watson, you guys had spelled it like it's a day's worth of rest. It's 24 hours of rest. Right. Yeah. So you just you're just gonna pull the trigger, just, normal normal attack and damage. Just pull the trigger, normal attack and damage. Right. Uh, actually. Oh. Roll back the tape. There was a lot going on, and I kind of forgot that I could uh, devise a stratagem. You could against this guy, so I'm gonna do that. Uh, so first action, I will devise the stratagem against the one in front of me. Yep. And so just get to roll a that d20. roll. That d20 roll is a natural eleven. Okay, so you can uh, now decide. If you want to attack that person, yeah, use that roll. Yeah, I'm going to attack, attack that person and use that roll, and that's going to be a 40 total. That's going to be a hit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that is a strategic strike with the pistol. Yep. And that comes out to 30 points of damage. Nice. And I think that's my whole turn. Yeah, it is. Okay. So it has moved down to Fox's turn. What are you going to do? What's going to come for your I'm turn? I'm going to apply battle medicine to Trishar's. Okay. Nice. That's one action, and if I remember correctly, as long as you have your first aid kit accessible on the outside of your body, you consider to draw it as a part of taking that action. Now, it does require a free hand, so you will have to free action drop at least one hand from your polearm. Okay. Done. Done. That was quick. All right. Efficient. That is, I was going for the DC 30. Okay. Uh, and I got it. All right. So it's 2d8 plus 30. Nice. Which is... Oh, that's, I appreciate it like when that higher level is just like these two dice plus a big number. You're like 30's a round number. I can do that math. Uh 42. Nice. And as we talked about in the last episode, my notes show here, if you're unconscious and receive healing, you return to consciousness. 
So that means Drosharis is back. Beastie Boys are coming on as you come <laughs> return to consciousness. Rocking the show, Shad. Uh, and then can I can I battle medicine myself as well in the same turn? You can, yes. Let's do it. Now the big notable thing is so people can only see the benefits of your battle medicine once per day. Right, but right. it's arguably near the end of the day at this point, so. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Okay, I hit DC 30. Nice. I got a 32. Ooh, just barely squeaking by. Yeah. Uh, so I heal... So there's a lot of Pathfinder that like, oh, nice. That mostly works, but it always cracks me up that like in six seconds, you just like needle and thread sew up two wounds. You're very good. <laughs> like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Mm-hmm. You just have medieval super glue. Just pinch it shut. I always imagined it like, you know, when you're watching like Saving Private Ryan and they're just kind of like patch morphine go. Yeah. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I always imagined it was. That makes a lot more sense. And I like that more. Yeah. We're going to go with that. All right. And I th- I, I'm assuming I have to put away my... Healer's kit or drop, drop it. it. Is dropping drop free? It. Yep. Dropping a thing or a hand from a weapon is always free. Okay. Can I drop it and attack? If you have something with one hand, because right now you're holding your weapon with okay, one hand. Okay. Then I just grab my weapon back. Perfect. That's your final action. Okay. We adjust your grip. Watson, you're right at the edge of Soul Mother's herb. There are these two yeah. hulking executioners <clears throat> hooded figures in there that have been telling you to leave. Yeah. Well, they can fuck off. So, uh, I've looked up the line. Okay. So Watson is going to move to the south of the southern enemy. Okay. Dwarf hobble in. Line up there. Oh, yeah. You need the perfect line to hit both of them and not your allies. He's going to cast, uh, where'd it go? Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. bolt. Uh, Which is a 120 foot line. So it's going through the window uh, or the building. Killing the neighbor. Yeah. Uh, it is a reflex save. Okay. So we'll start with the southernmost of the two first to make a reflex save. Ooh, that's going to be really, really good. How are we feeling about 46? Ooh, that's a failure, but not a critical fail. Or sorry, a success. Oh, sorry, a success, but not a, criti- not a critical success. Okay. And then moving up to the, so northern, the northern figure... That's just going to be 38. That is also a success, but just a normal yeah, just success. Take half damage, which is simple for math. Yep. Da, 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 da. I got to say, while you're while you're rolling that math out, shout out to uh, someone who's the reason I met half of the table I'm playing with. We'll just drop a first name for anonymity's sake. But Lauren, if you're ever listening, uh, shout out to my favorite player Lauren. who has permanently memorized, as far as I can tell, the shape of every spell in Pathfinder and uses it to great effect in any game. MVP. Yeah. Uh, that is 25 damage normal. So 12. 12 damage each. Okay. All right. Doing some quick work on the numbers. All right, Watson, is that your whole turn? That is my entire turn. Oh, it's going to be my turn again, so I can't use someone else to fill for me. Okay, so it's the one on the south's turn, the uh, one who still has Drosharis grappled, and uh, it's just looking around. I think it also has you grappled as well, Fox. It just wasn't able to knock you out. Yeah, I think that's correct. So I think at this point, he's going to drop the chain for both of you and going to whip an attack at Watson with the chain. Kind of figured this might happen. Okay. How this do you feel? What, what are we looking what? at for this a yeah, he's 43 to hit? That's a hit. A crit? No. Okay. So it's just going to be a hit, and it's going to do 
Gotta do a quick little bit of math. Uh, 20, 20 points of slashing damage, and you'll take bleed as well, 2d8. And, oh, Valentina, I forgot to do bleed on your turn. Sorry about that. You're going to go ahead and take seven Rude. points of damage and roll a d20. <laughs> uh, Trent, second action is going to use that to grab you. Sorry, you said roll a d20? Yeah, to see if it stops bleeding. Ah. And then Trent, uh, third action, it's going to constrict on you. Go ahead and give me a fortitude save. That's oh, natural. Fortitude save. No save. So you'll take that damage, Jane, and then done on the bleed. 33. Okay, that's a failure. So you're going to fall unconscious. Oh, no. And you're going to take a little bit of damage here. Not the healer. It's the worst that could happen. Okay, you are going to take 23 points of damage, and you're unconscious, Trent. Okay. That's its full turn. Drosharis, you're conscious and not grappled. Yeah. So you are on the ground. You have nothing in your hands. Stand. What are you going to do? I'm going to stand up. Okay, first action. You come up. You're standing there. Now And... What? An action to pick up the sword, yeah? Yep. Yeah, and then I'll take a swing at the guy with the third one. Okay, which one? Southern? Uh, yeah, Southern guy. The most damaged Ooh. one. Also takes bleed damage on his turn. Yes, thank you for that. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Okay, continues taking bleed. What's that to hit? Looking like... How is a 47 look? That looks like a, a hit, not a crit, though. Okay. Big sword hit coming in. You one-handed or two-handed this? One-handed it. Okay. Bastard sword flare. 26 points of damage. Jeez Louise. Okay. All right, that's your whole turn? Yeah, stand, pick up, swing. Northern Forcer's turn, who I think does have a grapple on Fox, but didn't manage to choke you out. So he, while you're flat-footed, he's going to go ahead and just wail on you. Okay. First attack's coming in. Not looking great about that. 42 to hit. Yeah. All right. Going to go ahead and do Yikes. a little bit of damage. That's a nice roll on the damage. So that's going to come out to 28 points of damage on that first attack. I'm not okay. sure they've missed. Yeah. To be honest. Remember how we thought this was going to be like... 30-ish episodes to get through the whole story. <laughs> we might just all die. It'd be a lot shorter that way. Yeah. So we're all done and we uh, play Delta Green? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Alright. Second attack. It's going to be a little harder for it to hit on this case. So now we're going to be talking about a 46 to hit. Yeah. Alright. Let's do some damage again. Ooh, that's looking good. So that's going to come out to 24 points of damage. Alright. And then on its final attack, going to hit again. All right, so that's that's not going to be nearly so good. How about a, yeah. How about a 31? Meath. Okay. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. All right. I just looked at something. Got to do a little bit of math. All right. I'm very low on HP. Mm-hmm. Valentine. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just conscious. I remember <laughs> the lesson to our disclaimer. We should oh, let yeah. the healer know when we're below a certain threshold. Yes, I appreciate that. I am below <laughs> the low threshold. I'll just start smacking Watson. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> we're going to die. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Ooh, okay. So, given the way things are going. So, she's going to see Watson go down unconscious 
and like grab the pendant and kind of mutter under her breath, like, you're just going to have to get over this one and click it and activate Crimson Shroud. How many times a day can you use that? Twice a day. Oh, nice. So back off. <laughs> <laughs> I was interested. Um, yeah, so that's on. So you just see Val and uh, as before this morning, very rarely in her life has she had to use it twice in a day. Uh, and she just pulls up this like veil of red mist around her that's made up of tiny droplets of blood. So she will now have fast healing uh, equal to my level, whatever. Um, just glossing over that being surrounded by blood. Yeah, the blood of my enemies. Uh, Is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the blood. Of, it's a. You know what? We don't have time to get into that. Um, <laughs> so she needs to reload the gun. Okay. So action one, blood. Action two, gun. Reload. Yep. And uh, she's gonna just take another shot at this mm-hmm. guy in front of her. Okay. Can't do a strategic strike because I don't have another action. What kind of damage does a pistol do? It's piercing or bludgeoning? Uh, yes. Okay. You does can, it matter? You can um, also, just just for everyone's knowledge, uh, you can nudge someone or shake them awake from unconsciousness. Oh, good to know. Oh, that is good to As know. As a interact action. Hmm. Oh, cool. Gotcha, gotcha. Although battle medicine seems like a more efficient use of waking someone yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're shooting? But you can only use that. Like, what? Oh, my. What'd you roll? Natural one. Oh. oh no. <laughs> you don't have a patch? You don't have a patch? I do not have a patch. I am patchless. Did you just slam the table's head? Patchless like stuff on the ground now? Yeah, that's it's fine. It's a pen. Foot. I just... I want to quit. Okay. Trent, ready to take over that character? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> Tell me when to stop shoveling, Jane. As I look through our critical fumble deck. By Paizo Publishing. Just gonna let you keep going, actually. Alright, well then I'll stop. <laughs> no, stop. Okay. So this is a ranged attack. So you overcompensate. And now for the next minute, anyone who takes cover against you will get a plus four to their AC. Oh okay. wow. Okay. So that was your whole turn? That's not terrible. Um and Can also I'm going to anyways. assume that a thirty is that a hit, even though it's a natural... Or is a natural one automatically you don't hit? So a natural one, you apply the bonus, and then you make it worse by one category. Okay. So in this case, natural one plus what's your bonus? 29. So it's a 30, which is a miss. So the natural mm. one makes it a critical miss. Okay. Wah, wah. All right. And so, Fox, it's your turn. All right. Fox is going to... He's not... He can't go anywhere to flank right now. No. Which was kind of the goal. But I think he will. What you gonna do? He's gonna move down over. I think I can reach it. Alright, looks like he's <laughs> gonna be heading around one of these masked creatures over to the west, putting your back against the wall there. Back against the wall. And take advantage of that reach. Attack the the southern boy. Okay. Southern boy. <laughs> southern, I know. Every time he said the southern man, I was like, get him. Picturing some southern gentleman. <laughs> I'm going to get you with my <laughs> chain. <laughs> uh, 42 to hit. It's going to be a hit. All right. Damage is 
Ooh, what's it gonna be? Big pole arm. 35 damage. So, I haven't really described this, but I've been keeping track of it mechanically. Because as you hit, there's something about the body that seems so tightly packed that when you slash into it, it's almost like cutting open a balloon that's like has positive pressure on it. Like it almost makes the cut bigger as it forces itself open. So as your blade hits down into this thing's chest, it's like there's uh. some pressure inside its body that causes that cut to just rip deeper. And in this case, as it uh. kills it, yes. the blade slices into the chest and the chest just almost explodes outward, just across you and into the room, just <laughs> emptying the contents of the body out into the exterior oh, space. Gross. No. But it is dead. Fantastic. Oh, good. <laughs> that was that was good. We needed that. <laughs> what a wind up to that good news. So his his chest just kind of like splits open and yeah. like caves in. It's almost like someone uh, like turns a bag inside out, pushing Ugh. the insides out. <laughs> I'm glad I took range then. <laughs> I took a step back. All right, and then I'll do uh, uh, an attack on uh, northern northern, northern bro. Yeah. Swing out with that polearm. Yeah, so you notice slashing weapons have been doing that. So, Drosharish, your blade several times, just like every cut just grew a little while longer, like something was pushing inside to out. 37. 37's going to be a miss. Okay. Actually, the better way to say it would be it's almost like it's almost like the skin is barely containing the mass of the body within. So any cut of the skin just tears a little more. Okay. That was three, and so with my hasted, oh, now yeah. I'm gonna move. Well, technically, your first action is a move, so you still have a third action you could use for anything. It doesn't have to be your final action of the turn. So you could attack again or do something but else. A move and two attacks. Yep, and so that first move could have been your haste move. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Well, I'm going to move. Okay, close in. Get back to the north and northern one. Back set up behind. for a potential flank. Set up for that potential flank. Watson's unconscious. So a uh, quick little turn there. Um, <laughs> you are bleeding. Oh, that's right. So go ahead and do a little bleed damage here. Not a lot. You're going to take six points of damage. Roll that flat check to see if you stop bleeding. And then it's going to be that one's dead. What's the uh, DC on that? 15. Or it's greater. I think it's uh, 15. Nope. All right, Drosharis, it's your turn. You're conscious now. Your blade's in hand. And you got your buddy Fox up to the north of this hulking figure. Setting what are you going to do? That, setting up that flank for you, Drill. As... Josharis takes his five-foot step in. Uh-huh. They go in. Takes his other hand, grabs his bastard sword. Nice. Two-handed. And he's going to two-hand that shit. Yeah. Yes. quick draw or is that an action? I have quick draw. Nice. Change your grip as a part of the attack. It's my house rule for it, at least. I know you can draw as a 46. part of the attack. But 46. With flip. Oh, wait. With flat-footed, still just a hit. But okay. getting close. Let's talk about some damage. Is that two-hander damage? Yeah. Should be, because I have, yeah, two hands. Okay. 28. Nice. And it's going to be a little extra more, because once again, it's almost like there's too much inside of its skin. So as you cut down its back, it just splits a little more open. Oh. Love it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move away from <laughs> using the, the description I wanted to give, because it's just a little too graphic. So you got one action left, Drosharge. 25 <laughs> points of damage? 20, 28. 20, I'm going to go again. Okay. Natural two. Oof. No. So that's probably going to be a miss. 29. That is a miss. Okay. Well, 31, I guess. Uh, 31 is a yes. miss. 
All right, it's now its turn. Doesn't have a grab on anyone anymore. It's gonna whip around, try to put a chain around your neck, Drosharis. Ooh, that's gonna look really good for me. How are we feeling about a 54 to hit? That's a crit. Oh my god. Damn. Yeah. 54? Yeah, it's, it was good. Okay. Oh, that's a, that's a good roll, too. So I'll just do a little math. They've Carry the least, other math. At least a plus 35 on their first attack, which is insane. It's exactly a plus 35 on the first <sighs> attack. That's brutal. It's a lot of fun for me to play with, if so I do say so. It only needs a two to hit any of us. Yeah. Yeah. On the first attack. Wow. Okay, so that's going to come out to 56 points of damage. You got bleed on you again. Takes its second action to grab. Third action to start just choking the life out of you. Give me a fortitude saving throw. Don't go unconscious. Natty 19. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Critical success, because you also have Juggernaut, juggernaut. right? Mm-hmm. So that success, even if it wasn't a crit on its own, will become one. Oh, and it's Juggernaut, Bravery, Evasion, <laughs> which I have all three. So all any success oh, and any um, save becomes a crit success? Correct. That's great. That's super cool. So in this case, because you have now crit succeeded against it, now that we've learned the full rules, checking between sessions, and you are now <laughs> immune to unconsciousness for, from this effect for a minute. Mm. That's right, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a big one. So that's its whole turn. Valentine, it's your turn. Pistol in hand, unloaded, <laughs> blood surrounding you. Don't forget to take your fast healing. Yes. Got my fast healing. Um, and that enforcer is not currently bleeding. That enforcer is right. not currently bleeding. Wait, wait, or does your sword just inflict bleeding, period, Jason? Because you did hit it. I think it's on a crit, but I'm going to double check. If wounding? it's a wounding weapon, it, it inflicts it automatically. It's just a D6 unless outside right. of a crit. All yeah. right, so it's oh, that's right. On a on crit, it. it goes to a higher one, so it's yeah. 1D6. Okay, it does stop bleeding. Thanks. It took some damage. Yeah. Is there anything Watson can do to wake himself up? No, no. you'll have to spend an action. I have to spend an action to Or heal. Wake you can always up. heal him. I don't have any healing. Just kick him. You just kick him. What's Are the you trained in medicine? Yeah. Uh, I am. Uh, okay. I am going to kick Watson. We need all <laughs> so the help we can get. Like, wake oh. up! Ouch. Sorry. <laughs> uh. Wake up to her surrounded in blood. I was sleeping so soundly. <laughs> I had the most peculiar dream. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to reload the gun. And take a shot. Who's shooting at? Drosharis. Okay. Good. <laughs> does unconscious change your place in the tracker? No, just going into dying does. At least that's the way I'm playing it right now. I don't blame you. Because <laughs> I think, uh, given that you're not like actively bleeding out, the positioning in the initiative order matters less. Right. 33? 33 is going to be a miss. <laughs> Fires okay. off loudly inside a tight indoor space. Mop. Mop. Fox, it's your turn. Flank in this already. Pool. Why do you keep bringing that Damn. up? Do I need to be worried about the sound? I just like to remind people that in this fan- medieval fantasy setting, there's just a gun, like a black powder gun, going off multiple times. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, Thirty-nine to hit with first attack. Okay, that's a hit. It's being flanked, but it hits. Let's go ahead and talk about damage. Got a lot of dice over there. Uh, that is twenty-five damage. Gets upgraded because it's slashing, right? Yes. 25. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty good. Goes up to 50. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, yeah. Natural 20? Yes. Nice. Uh, oh, no, 45. Yeah, it's a critical hit. This could be dead. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. i got to roll. How do you do crits on the dice roller? 
and then you just click. So when you roll that. Honestly, I'll often just double it in my head if I need to. All right, first things first, let's shuffle this oh deck and see what's going on there. Uh, go ahead and tell me when to stop, Jared. Um, stop. All right. This is the card. You're doing <laughs> slashing damage. Oh, fuck. Decapitation. Terrible cut. No. Hey, Jared. <laughs> you're actually tripling your damage, not doubling. Yes! Oh, my God. Um, okay, hold on. So, whatever I, your damage is, did, do okay. that times 1.5. I have Jason calculator. Jim, would, would you describe Jason's current appearance? Um, <laughs> he looks like he's actually about to barf, but like in an excited way. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to keep my excited barf down. Excited barf. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, God. It's. Uh, he gets a patch. Okay. That's the new record. I think we definitely damage. have a new record, which seems like a patch to me. Okay. I know. I'm just. Seems like it's worth a hundred and seventeen points of damage. Oh, that was a good cut. I like. I like the cut on that. Uh, Jesus. That card. Ooh. Plus whatever you know, maybe half half extra for the slashing damage. I don't know what it is, but. So. Tell me how this creature dies. Oh, yes. Yes. I think it's that it's just a straight two-hand overhead, like, you know, that the, the axe part of the halberd just down on yeah. the skull. Overhead. Just full, like, chopping, chopping wood. Have any of you here seen the seminal piece of comedy horror cinema, Ash... Versus the evil bit. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Army of Darkness. Army yeah. of Darkness, yeah. Remember the bit when he's down in the pit and just cuts out to everyone watching the pit? Yep. And there's this <laughs> just geyser of blood that erupts. <laughs> oh. It's that. But I have to imagine that because it's this whole body, interesting enough, it's not just blood that spurts out from that. You see, like, the organs oh, getting oh, spring no. shot up into the room. Oh. <laughs> Why did you wake me up for this? Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to want to miss this. When you hear it all just rain down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that uh, Fox just like collapses down against the wall, leaves his, his halberd in the, in the thing's skull and just like collapses back against the wall. So I do have a little bit of a house rule in a lot of the games I run, which is that highest damage record gets a hero point or in our game patch and then whoever beats that again gets it so will someone please note down for the record 117 117 is the current house record whoever can beat that in a single attack will get a hero point so go ahead and take a patch I would write it down yeah. but I threw my pen across the room in rage yeah <laughs> where'd it go I think it's right under your chair alright so yeah, that's why I wasn't going to try and get it either. My face would have just been in your lap, so. <laughs> We've gotten very close. I just podcast. went ahead and uh, passed on that. Yeah, take a hard pass. I personally appreciate Yeah, I figured. So you're standing now in this partially destroyed shop. These two bodies. We've been really messing up some shops today. Wrecking shop. It's just like, it's like any open air market in a Jackie Chan movie. Like it's just gonna get destroyed. <laughs> so what do you all do? I search these bodies. Is anyone actively bleeding still? Probably. I think a couple of you are. Probably. Um, 
you know, you make it very hard to heal. <laughs> All of my healing is positive energy. I didn't uh, choose this life, Doc. <laughs> you chose me. You chose me. Uh, uh, I will heal, heal spell. Um, would you just mind stepping about 30 feet away? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Let's go to the base. I drag the dead bodies to the corner and start rifling. Um, I'm really interested in those chain sword things they have. Okay, it's Let's like talk a about that in a second. three cast. Oh, the three action, the yeah. burst cast. Yeah. Uh, which is just level one, but <laughs> you only do level one cast. Yeah. Okay, so that's just going to be, I think, eight hit points, it's or it's one just one d eight across. Yeah. Everybody take at least 1d8, except for you. Can I try to I battle, like, treat myself? Yeah, you can now just treat wounds. Um, who of you still bleeding? Everybody take seven. I, you, you never you told me I had any bleeding, seven. so I don't think if I If you do. got hit by the chain, you have bleed on Okay, you. then I do. I cured my bleed already. Okay. I don't remember if I cured my bleed or not. That's a flat if check. If you got a new bleed, I think. Okay. If you got hit by the, if Did I hit you with the chain? Okay. Yeah, because I tried to knock you unconscious. Does the magic healing succeed. stop the bleed? It does, not, it does not. It doesn't. Okay. But look, we're not under a huge time crunch here. So if anyone can succeed a medicine check, uh, I'll just say that you were able to stop the bleeding. You're I'm not gonna, in combat. I'm gonna guess that I can pass that medicine check. So Watson, you'll tend to people. Yeah. I'm. Does anyone here? Is anyone here at fewer than twenty hit points? No. 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 Okay, Watson, you have enough time to stop the bleeding on everyone. I also can treat wounds to everybody. Um, okay. How much should we get from the magical healing? Sorry, I missed that. Seven. Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven hit points. Let me. I, better than nothing. So, so I'm gonna get everyone uh, because I have ward medic, which allows me to do treat wounds on up to eight targets because I'm legendary at once. Uh, as well as it will be for a DC forty. In addition to it's like a plus forty or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's an additional fifteen because I'm legendary. Uh, switch so plus fifty five. Uh, and so what's the DC you're shooting for? DC would be 40. Okay. Shooting for DC 40 with, was it, was it plus 55? Because of your 40 plus your medic specialization. Right. Yeah. So you're aiming to hit 40. Definitely gets it. What do you get? This is important. Uh, Trent's doing math. 47. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be uh, 2d8 plus 55 hit points to how many targets? All of us. Oh, okay, cool. All four of us. Matt Drosharis will include you. Mm -hmm. This is just mundane healing. Yeah, 2d8 plus 55. So Trent's going to work on that math. What's everyone else doing while you're getting tended to? Uh, One of the best medics in this part of Galarian. 62 healing. Nice. Um, Fox will heal everyone as well. Okay. Not quite as effectively. I'm back up to full with Watson. Okay. Who's who's not at 151 out of 248. Oh damn! I'm, you took a beating. I'm at 99 out of 200. So this is—I haven't healed all day. I have so few oh. hit points compared to you guys. I have 168 total. Okay, so You're not that far below me. Yeah, I think yeah. I have the second least. Not to show my hand too much, but time isn't a huge pressure, and so leading with those checks between Fox's battlefield experience and Watson, your career as one of the best surgeons in at least Avistan. If time, as long as time isn't a factor your bonuses and feats will allow you at this point like if I spring something on you you know where you're at but if you have even 20 or 30 more minutes you'll all be at full health okay uh, Jason what's Droshar up to you said you were checking out the bodies yeah I'm checking out the bodies so like as a as a fighter I'm looking mm-hmm. at their weapons I'm looking at maybe what they were 
Sure. So it's, it's there. like the people, what the people were too. Okay. So you got a couple of things going on there. Let's, let's talk through this. So equipment wise, their executioner's hoods were noteworthy. They were just rock and studded leather armor. Nothing special about it. These were uh, spiked chains. And while they're magical, you've seen enough to really piece together. These are just plus two greater striking. So nice runes if you had time to transfer them or if you wanted to use a you know, spiked chain, but that's kind of all they're rocking. In terms of what they are, I'm going to need a recall knowledge check. Now, this is a secret check, so you're just going to let me know your bonus. This is going to be a society check, and okay. I think, well, you have more examples now. Lots Without spoiling anything, I think you've rolled on this before and failed. Were you still okay. hurt? Uh, I mean, if you did one battle medicine, it would, I yeah. did. I did for 44 healing, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 still 195 out of 248 now. I also realized my my healing would have been 72 instead of what? Instead of the 67. So five I more. I think is what I said. Okay. So what's your society bonus, Drosharis? 20. Yeah, um, it it looks like they're you're unable to tell. You you think something strange about them? You're wondering if they're maybe extra planner? Like, is it something... Can I ask a question that I'm looking for? Sure. So I'm wondering if these are, like, created. It mm. could be. You're wondering, like, how or much a curse is... curse or some sort or something. I don't know. You're wondering, like, with that much okay. there, it, it could possibly be. Is anyone else... What's anyone else doing? I think Val would kind of walk over to Jorosharis and take a look at them as well. Um, she's very angry. So she, like... <laughs> kicks one over with her foot, like very disrespectfully, looks mm -hmm. at them to see if she can glean anything about what they are. But then she would also just sort of look around and say, question, are all the great gardeners like this? Have we ever seen a great gardener that's just been a normal person? The one we killed and... Yeah. That was just a normal person? At the uh, map shop. Yeah. Just a guy. Both of them were. And the, the elf at the farmer's collective appeared to just be an L. Yeah. How Ant. common are these aberrations? Executioners have looked different. Yeah. These were executioners. Was, can I do a recall? Was that other slimy monster thing? Ex something had floating eyes and its skin flaps. That was something else entirely. You have no okay. idea what that and was. And like the first thing we fought, like the weird like face yeah. thing. The, the mask. The mask that was like sentient. And thinking back, the thing that had that was wearing the like living crack almost crustacean weird mask, it had a lot of similar properties. And when you cut it, its body was also bursting open. Yeah. But that one had sort of a Michelin man look, like it looked bloated and disgusting. These looked really humanoid. But when you cut them, it had a very similar reaction. Can I do like a medicine check on them yeah. to see what might be going on? Like if it's like a disease? Sure. What's your what's your medicine bonus? Well, this would be a recall knowledge. Plus so, nineteen. Secret. I think while we, you guys are doing that, I think Fox is going to start looking for Tenzin. Is that his name? Yeah, Kenzin. Kenzin. Just kind of going through the house. Sure. And maybe the outside of the house. Okay. So while you're doing that, Jane, as Valentine looks at this body, it, it doesn't, it appears to be a, something that's biologically causing that. Like it, something about its physiology causes that reaction. You don't know what that is. They aren't human. All right, Fox, you're checking the area around. You're looking there. That room you came up in the back is Kenzin's bedroom. Okay. He wasn't there. How long are you going to spend looking for him? 
Um, it's an hour or two after dusk now, so it's late, but not like not, crazy not late. Not long, probably like five, ten minutes, just like kind of doing a sweep of the house and the, out, the perimeter. You don't see him. Okay. Watson, you're wrapping up your healing work. Anyone else? Anything? Once I'm done, I mean, once I realize that all these items are somewhat mundane, I'll put them in the bag of holding because we can sell that shit later, throw it downstairs, whatever. Um, I guess some kind of like forensic around the house, like did somebody run away? Were these guys staking the place out, walking around the house? Ooh. Maybe like a survival check or something? Sure. Jane, yes. what are you saying? Yeah, you go ahead and do that, because I just have a... Uh, I'm going to find it so I can read it, but um, I have a feat that allows me to reconstruct the scene oh. of something like that. So, especially since Val was already kind of like hanging with Drosharis, working on this sort of... It's called reconstruct the scene. For one minute, I take one minute to survey the location and gain an indistinct impression of events occurring in the last day and pick out small details, which could be clues. This could be the placement of objects, spilled drinks or blood, and so forth. I get the di- an indistinct mental impression of significant events that happened here. Very Dexter. There's yeah. blood oh, yeah. everywhere. Or uh, <laughs> did anyone watch... Um, what was the... Boondock Saints? <laughs> There's, honestly, it's got a little bit of that. Or what was the... Psych. That too. There's a lot. <laughs> the, the Mentalist. But I'm specifically thinking about... The movie that's essentially the plot of Red Dragon, but a TV show. Oh. Is it just called Hannibal? Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal. Remember his whole like seeing through the eyes of a killer? That's mm-hmm. kind of what I was envisioning. Mm-hmm. So, so I think, honestly, we might be doing like a double detective team up over here to kind of look around for the small details and reconstruct what happened. Well, I'm not great at survival. It was more a suggestion. So if there's someone in the party that... I was like, I know how to do that. Then I'll Yeah, I mean, I think we, we're just over here looking around, yeah. like figuring out how they got in. Yeah. And like, if they did something to the guy that was our host that was here. So you take a minute while Drosharis is sort of looking around. Drosharis, you don't find, I mean, you find the obvious, like, oh, they broke the glass of the door. That's that's there. You don't find anything else, but. Somebody broke this huge glass window. <laughs> <laughs> Someone vaguely Drosharis shaped. Just came right through just the silhouette of you <laughs> in the window, Kool-Aid man style. Valentine, you take a minute, you walk around the scene, you can vaguely piece together and almost see it in these flashes. If you'll give me like a little bit of liberty, I wonder if it connects in through some of your Red Mantis stuff, like the blood on it. There's almost like a, a life, a pulse mm-hmm. of the world that you can kind of feel. Ba-boom, ba-boom. And it's with those beats, ba-boom. you can kind of have these flash of moments. Ba-boom. You see a stack of paper and receipts on one of the desks. Ba-boom. Kenzen's handwriting on them. They're neatly organized. They've been there for a bit. There's blood from the fight on top of them. They've been there for a while. Boom. You see keys on the wall where they normally hang or where the keys should be hanging when the shop's open, but they're gone. Kenzen may have taken them, locked the door behind it. It makes sense now. The shattered glass. You can see the hand of one of these shapes where it breaks to come in. A small bit of blood on the door, too much blood for a normal person, but the slicing of the glass may have split the wrist open a little bit as they reach in to turn it. The smallest traces of blood smeared with the footsteps as they walk into the shop. Looking around, you can see the doors out to the greenhouse. They aren't shut perfectly, they're left open. You can see them at the edges now. You can almost imagine the sort of you creeping up on them as they're looking around and see you. 
full circle of the moment that combat began last episode. Cool. So she relays this information to all of you and says, like, Kenzin must have left and they came in. They broke the door to get in. They just waited for us until we got here. Can I check the greenhouse? Because the door was open. Mm-hmm. Can I go check the greenhouse? Yeah, you open it up. It's it's pretty open in there. Okay. Uh, there's nothing in there. Looks like they looked at it and came back in. Do you mind if I check over these bodies? Just don't heal them. Oh, I don't plan to. Not these disgusting things. <laughs> you know those like little rubber domes that you turn inside out and you went from the pop and they jump? Yeah. That's basically what happened to these bodies. There's not a lot oh. to heal. It'd be like trying to restuff a teddy bear. Gross. Mm. Uh, so I have an, an ability called Forensic Acumen. Ooh, yeah. Oh, shit. So I want to, first of all, that too. recall knowledge under medicine Okay. Um, about the type of creature whose body I'm examining. Interesting. All right. What's your medicine check bonus? It is... I'm guessing very high. Uh, the bonus itself is plus 31. So this is a recall knowledge. Right. So that's hidden. Okay. It's plus 31? Correct. I'm I'm a legendary healer. That's wild. I love it. Jesus. <laughs> Let me double check some numbers. Like looks at a body and he's like, it died by... That's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a dinosaur. That's a rhino. I know. <laughs> oh, Burberry. <laughs> <laughs> you said 30, uh, plus 31? Yes. Okay. These creatures appear to be some sort of Maybe that concocted creature, maybe Ooh. built, maybe assembled. Oh, okay. My character uh, was just too dumb to figure it out. So <laughs> after that success, what I assume is a success. Maybe. Well, it it, it matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a success, what are you able to do? If you su- succeed at your check, you can attempt an immediate check to recall knowledge to follow up on something you found with a plus with a circumstance bonus. So it gives you an additional bonus? Right. So basically, whether you succeeded or failed, I can keep that circumstance bonus hidden on my side. So it doesn't matter. It just okay. matters to me. What's the bonus? If Add you an additional four. Okay. So 35. To do what now? What are you trying to recall now? So you said that it's some sort of thing that's like created in a vat, essentially. That's what you think. Um, it, it does say like, is there a specific disease that may be sort of causing it or that is associated with it? Sure. So you're interested in more of its like body anatomy or, or yeah, what's causing it? Okay. Right. So you're not able to find anything. Just, <laughs> it, it might be because of the state of the bodies or just because it's so alien in a way to you that you're not sure mm. what that is or what that means. But you're pretty sure someone's making them? Yes, it does seem that someone is sort of uh, constructing these or making these uh, out of Flesh and gore. Wait, theory. What if the Grey Gardeners are making an army of Grey Gardeners out of the bodies of people they execute? Which is why they're trying to move it into population centers. And the... Because isn't it that when they're executed by the Final Blades, they like their souls get trapped? Mm-hmm. That's so what we've heard. They're just like repurposing oh. body parts. But wouldn't their heads be gone? Oh my... They don't appear to we be... Don't, we haven't seen their heads. They don't appear to be undead, though. I would like to use my plus 31 to search for a head. <laughs> but I mean, like, maybe not even, like, fully undead, but, like, just using different body parts from different people to, like, build like monsters. Frankenstein yeah. Sure. Hmm. 
So, what's next? We can't stay here. Whose home is this? There's Kenzen's home. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> we should we should leave a note. Yes, I quite, I quite mess, I it's all Sorry over about the your windows. house. It's it's disgusting. We you destroyed a window. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> Just really quiet. So yeah. to the Patriot Inn or the stalwart Patriot. We do have a room. We're all covered in blood. I am and gore. Well, we could Very clean dumb. up here and then go out somewhere else. Showers. Also, it, there's a terrified halfling in the basement. Yeah, that's oh, what I was yeah. gonna say. Can I go check on the halfling? I would. Cl- we are covered in blood and gore <laughs> right now. <laughs> Perhaps we should just tell her. Uh, close her eyes and we'll walk her out slowly. So one thing though that I do think is kind of cool about this fight is that Val is based loosely on the character of Milady de Winter from the Three Musketeers and Milady de Winter like famously was hanged but survived and so she has a scar across her neck from getting nice. choked and so I love that like now I feel like Val also has a scar across her neck. Yeah. Pretty sick. I am going to go covered in guts to the sure. halfling. So you work your way into your little secret hideout. Oh, and Tristan is there. <laughs> it's just kind of quiet. Is that... Is that you, Fox? And she, she hears, like, the crates moving. It's Drosharis. Oh, excellent. So, is it okay if I light a candle? Please. Oh, I don't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> I... I think it's best that you leave. For your own safety. Did I do something wrong? You have not. Oh. It is us. They I, are after us. I have nowhere to go. We destroyed. It's the map shop was my home. It was all I had and all I knew. Hmm. Yeah. I pull in. I reach in that pouch. Mm-hmm. And I pull out. Mm-hmm. 200 gold. 200 gold. How much money is that? It's a lot. Is that a lot? Yeah. Boy, how much do we have in there? 3,000. It 3, wasn't like he just gave yeah. her like 10 bucks no. and was like, good luck out there. No, I gave her a lot of money. <laughs> Get a bus ticket. So I give her the, the 200 gold. Go to gold, Mexico. Get out of here. <laughs> and it's like, find a better life, repair your shop, do whatever you need to do, but stay far away from us. For how long? As long as you can. Rosharis, right? That was your name? Yes, Orwind. Thank you. For a second, I thought you said Owen. Orwind. Like, no, no, my name is Owen. It's Owen Rosharis. That's my Christian name. <laughs> my Abaddon. Uh, my Abaddon name. <laughs> uh, for some context here, for anyone who was interesting, uh, for interested, for 24 gold you could live for 52 gold you could live comfortably for a year mm-hmm. okay. full cost of living you definitely gave her like yeah like enough to get some for some sure. life going somewhere she doesn't have mm-hmm. to work right cool this is a great kindness and everything you have done for me I will not forget I while I was here with the fox I took the time where with what I had to leave the notes of my friendings in case your rather sullen angry friend wants to use them again could draw anything from them. Thank you. I'm sorry you got mixed up in this. Oh, wait, what? one more thing. Uh, oh, I did not know you were here. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's black. I cannot see any of oh, you. Oh, good. Uh, D20 
Do you I, have any maps that you have made that you think would aid us? Well, they are all back at my shop, but I did sketch out a couple of what I remember from my memory of the blades from where they were. I wasn't really able to finish my last one. I know that there is the two blades here in Litron, but one is the monastery, the other I, I know not where. Perhaps somewhere in the markets is the last I was able to track them down. Right, well, on you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, um... I ignore the squishy sounds as you walk through here. That's squishy. Oh, oh God. Yeah, Why is it so wet? <laughs> don't look at yourself when you wash off later. I, okay, well, uh, that's <laughs> strange, but I, I'll go upstairs and leave to the shop. I'll walk up there with her and, like, <laughs> kind of look through the blo- broken window and make sure no one's, like, coming after her. As she leaves. She kind of steps into the room of the shop and there's moonlight spilling in. Oh, I totally forgot to do low light for your pistol shots. I guess yeah. I didn't come into too much play, Jane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's I mean, me. really, I was so close to them that I almost picture it as like point There's still a mischance because you, yeah. you're a human and it's dark at night. Anyway, she, yeah. she steps into the room and her eyes just go wide and her jaw drops. It's just the destroyed bodies in this room. Oh, um... I know, oh, right? Never speak of what you've seen here. Were these gardeners? So these great gardeners? Executioners. Oh, well, I suppose. There's a lot of blood in here for those parties, no? Yes, there was some kind of... Well, some of it's ours. We weren't doing great. Oh, but... It, it's a whole thing. They also explode when you kill them. Oh, I am... Um, she just eyes you quickly. I think I should uh, I should go now. Yes. Thank you for this. And I um and she just kinda like goes up to you, Drosharis, and like puts a hand on your hand, just sort of thank you. Um, and Fox looks at you like almost like doesn't quite meet your eyes, smiles a little, like, thank you for everything. Um, you're so brave, and then runs off. Oh, she has a crush on you. He says, uh, there'll be a time when you can return. How? Not now. She stops, looks over her shoulder. How will I know when? Uh, word will, word will get her. Okay. When the horns of freedom sound. <laughs> <laughs> revolution. I would take the full three years that we've given you and just sort of casually return. If you could find somewhere else, that might not be a bad idea. I've always wanted to go to Numeria. There's <laughs> a lot of androids there. Oh. I'm more of a Mac person. <laughs> <laughs> I shall go, um, perhaps to Anderlin. I hear it is beautiful in the spring. Oh, it truly is. But I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. That's so funny. <laughs> all right, so she leaves. What are you all doing? There's just a mess in here. Anyone have press digitation? No. Nope. nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely not. But I have craft. I can start putting some wood up on the over the broken window. <laughs> I think Val would want to just try to like link up and be like, so the party is the day after tomorrow or it's tomorrow? Tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. The party is tomorrow. You've got all day tomorrow. We have all day tomorrow. We Joshars and I will attend with the magistrate. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox and Watson will attend on the invitation we found. Sure. We got rid of the halfling. Mm-hmm. 
There's more to the final blades, I'm certain, than what we know. We need to search the marketplace for one of them. I highly recommend we we rest tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, Val definitely needs to rest. So you're all going out right now to search for the final blades? If we do, we will die. <laughs> <laughs> Most assuredly. We uh, need to sleep. So yeah. Where are you going to well, spend the night? Well, can I just really quick say that whenever... Yes. Okay. Yeah, go on. We'll decide where we stay. No, what, what was your thing? Uh, whenever we decide where we're going to stay the night, Val is for sure going to like sleep the whole night, but she is going to go outside and just like, if it's here or if it's somewhere else, just like scan the whole area as thoroughly as she feels like she can for with a perception to just see if anybody's keeping tabs on them. Okay. So where are you all going? We have a room at the Stalwart Patriot. Probably safer than here. We certainly cannot stay here. We can uh, take watch. I think room. we should burn this building down. Yeah, should we leave like <laughs> some gold for him to clean this place up? I was going to leave him a note to come find us. Yeah, that's probably Just best. leave a note with your location? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We are exactly at room More likely to show up here on this day. Okay. And if he's there, I'll go give him money. But if he's not, or if it's not him, then I'll fucking kill that person. <laughs> All right, so you leave a note. When do you say to meet? <sighs> Let's say after the, the day after the party. So okay. the day after tomorrow in... You can do by the bank. Yeah, in front of the bank. Okay. So you we'll leave that note. We'll be sitting on the dock of the bank. <laughs> Wasting time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you head to the stalwart Patriot. You make it there. What's everyone doing on the way over? You just walking? No, can we? Blood? Well, really quick Making about going in there. I think Val would suggest this. Uh, is there a way for us to sneak into the room? Is there a window somewhere that we can be unseen by whoever might be in the inn on our way? I'm very old. Box, you can <laughs> stay there, right? Yes. Can we sneak in? I mean, I believe it's a second story window. Oh, no. So, yes. Yeah. I do just think have, that Val wouldn't want to be like seeing all of us tromping into this place. Do we have some rope you could tie to me to and pull me up? I'm a very good I, climber. Can't take the key. You walk up and we'll come through the window. I think I might be. I, think, I actually think I might have combat climber or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have quick climb. Oh man, you awesome! Don't you don't need the key. So it is a three-story building. At least three stories. It's an upscale inn, caters to visitors from Isarn or points further north. The inn has a mascot, which is a suit of a suit of animated armor draped in the Galton flag that ceaselessly patrols a widow's walk extending from the inn's third story. Oh, yeah. You guys know what widows walks are? I learned mm -hmm. about them just no, recently. What is it? You know, like in on old Victorians, Victorian homes, there's like these little, not quite balconies, but kind oh. of almost mm -hmm. like these, yeah. mm -hmm. but a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. um, and they go like all the way around, right? Or they're at the very, or the very top, top of the, of the tower, yeah, yes. top of the yeah. building, something. So they're called that because like widows uh, would, or the thought was like spirits of widows or whatever would go out onto those to like watch, scan the horizon for their. Returning husband. Returning men. Sad. Oh. Yeah. Well, that was a sort of animated armor with a Galton flag draped over its shoulders doing that. Clank, 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 clank. Keeping watch? Sure. Well, yeah, if we can, I want to climb up there and sneak into the room that Fox is staying in because I just don't want to be seen of all sure. of us. Because I just I just feel like they've got like an APB out on this 
group of people. Yeah, I think Fox will just go in through the front door. I think he's probably stripped off his armor and all, all the grossness. Sure. Like as much as you can easily. Yeah, yeah. We find a hose. We'll just go up <laughs> like normal, like he's going to his room and then pop the pop a rope down for them or something to, to ease their. But uh, I will say Val will be ascension. the last to go up because sure. she wants to scan around. I do love the idea of like, someone coming in just covered in blood. They're like, sir, have you had an excellent evening? Oh, that color of blood's very fetching. It really compliments your eyes. <laughs> The concierge is yeah. just there, like, oh, I see you've been out on the town. I feel like <laughs> you, if you, you lived might. in a Pathfinder world, you would have those experiences all the time. Yeah. Would you be interested in our cleaning service? <laughs> Absolutely. One copper. It's a red the, cap cleaners. We literally just, <laughs> we grab a hose and we, or a pail and we just throw water on. <laughs> all right. So, Fox, you go in, you let down a rope. Everyone's able to climb up a rope pretty easily. You get into the room. There's one bed because you got a one bed room. Yeah. I'm taking the bed. <laughs> oh, I have very old bones. You understand. Hope you like being a little spit. Val oh, is going sure. to go down to the desk and be like, do you have a cot? <laughs> Excuse me, who are you? <laughs> to what room? We, we didn't see you arrive. <laughs> she shoots the concierge in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Guess About we aren't staying here. <laughs> No, Val's so, outside still. She's not climbed up yet. Okay. Everyone else is up. Val's still outside. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, we could probably upgrade to a two-bed <laughs> room with as much gold as we have. <laughs> okay. Are, are you upgrading the rooms? Let's just call down there a and see if they have. <laughs> sleep in shifts. Is there a message? Yeah, I mean, I was going to sleep in shifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sleep on the floor. Oh. Same. I'm a very good little spoon. <laughs> it's a big bed. There's plenty of room. I'm very small. <laughs> Just smells like old man. Oh. Like oh. mothballs for some oh. reason, you know? All right. Valentine, are you doing anything? You're still outside. Everyone else is inside. They're going to yeah, sleep. Yeah, Valentine just wants to... She's going to like climb up there and just go to sleep either on a pile of blankets or kick Watson out of the bed. She will not be sharing a bed with anybody. <laughs> and... Uh, so we'll figure that out. But she wants to first just like do like a, as much of a perception as she can to see like is anybody watching us? Is anything weird going on? What's that bonus? Plus like, twenty five. Is there a take twenty? No, no. anymore. It's gone. You can if you have the feat assurance, you can have a ten, but right. it's just your proficiency modifier, not your ability mm. modifier. I have assurance for stealth, which is nice. Okay, so you keep an eye. You don't see anything that looks out of the ordinary of what you'd expect in this community. Okay, cool. So you she's going to climb up. Okay. You all rest through the night. You get up. It's not super late at night at this point. You didn't really spend a lot of time cleaning up the shop. Morning comes. At some point, Kenzen comes back to his shop. Oh, I've had a long night. <laughs> I can't wait to go to bed in my clean shop. He's like hungover. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. What is going on? Oh, God. My shop. <laughs> There's just like this one note that like, sorry about this. We'll see you at the bank on Friday. It's yeah. <laughs> right it's a Thursday night party. Yeah. So you all get an mm. evening's rest. You work through your watch schedule. It's nothing special, but you wake up in the morning. Imagine through the control of the room and a few other factors, you're able to wake up early in the morning. It's not like crazy early, not military early, but early 
you know that the party isn't until tonight. Mechanically, there's probably enough time for you to do stuff in like some stuff in the day. And as long as you're done by midday, you could still take another full rest and be ready for the evening. Okay. So what are you doing with you? You have a morning, essentially. Either have all day, or if you want to get another rest in, you have all morning. Val wants to go to the uh, market or the Jubilee or wherever it is that we've heard the final blade is at. Yeah, I think we need to find mm. the blade. Go so take a look can. at it. Grange Market is sort of the uh, the center of what will be the like Harvest Jubilee or the Harvest Festival. LaGrange. Grange. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all heading down there. What are you looking into or asking about? And how are you doing that? We already know what the blades do, and we know that they're getting moved. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I want to learn, if I can, how it does what it does. Sure. Storing the souls of the people it executes. Okay. And I don't know if that's just kind of like looking at it or mm -hmm. asking about it, but... And I think we should be looking for buildings or... You know anything that could be concealing it if it's if it right. just happens to be in yeah, the and, market now. And secondarily, I want to like look around and see if there's any reason I can discern for like why it was placed where it was. I know it's like going to population centers, but like why this spot? I mean, it's it's popping here. Like you can see the festival's getting ready. This is going to be the heart. And of there's that just festival. a giant guillotine there. I mean, there's all sorts of things. We have. It's a market. There's tents and stalls and wagons. There's so much going on here. I just feel like. That's so terrifying. Just the idea of yeah. walking around your town and it, it's like this busy, like going to the farmer's market and yep. there's a guillotine. Yeah. yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Or, or just like not knowing something like that's there. Yeah. Just being like, oh, it's a great day. Is mm -hmm. that today? <laughs> oh. So uh, what's the deal? Yeah, I don't know. What's the best way to, to look for these things? So you're asking, you're trying to find out more about the blades. So, and I'll say it's like trying to find out more about the blades will not necessarily lead you to this potential blade. Well, no, I'm saying like, do we know where it is? Like you said, like, oh, it's in the marketplace or something. Tristel thought it was in the Grange market. Okay, so I want to go to the Grange market and see if I can just see it mm -hmm. or go to it. Can I? Yes, yeah, so you're wondering, there's no obviously on display guillotine. I think I'm just going to look, like, I'm going to search for it. I'm just going to walk around and try to see if I can find it anywhere. Okay, yeah, I think we probably all are to some degree. All right, so I'll go ahead and make this an open one. Uh, everyone go and give me perception checks. Ooh! Mm -hmm. You got a one. You got a one? Yeah. No, I got a natural 20. <laughs> me too. Oh, Dang. shit. Yeah, we're this weird, well mine. rested and feeling good. Mine's only a 42 total. Mine. I'm not even going to say what my number is. <laughs> is that good, huh? Don't, yeah. don't embarrass me Yeah, with my 42. 45. I'm so Fun. distracted by all the fun that's going on around here. <laughs> like, oh, it's so nice. Oh, so oh, oh look at those flowers. So, oh, that's lovely. Fox and Valentine, you're looking around, and you know these are these are quite large, right? Like these guillotines, you've heard of them. They're 10, 15, 20 feet tall. In some cases, they're imposing structures. And so as you're looking around, there's only so many places you could hide something like this. Looking around, though, what's of note to you is that there's a circus tent big sign saying coming soon 
And while the circus clearly isn't operational, there is this sort of heavy set mustachioed barker that seems to be sort of like moving people uh, away from the area while these sort of gnomes are ostensibly doing work there. What really stands out to both of you, though, is you realize that, like, the like, the handymen, the workers around this circus tent don't seem to actually be doing anything. They're just, like, moving stuff from one place. If they're there for maybe 10 or 15 minutes, just, like, they just pick it up and move it back. And the barker, who has all this taking place in plain sight of him, doesn't seem bothered at all that all of these crew are just wasting time around this large circus tent. Val would look at Fox and be like, did you notice anything about the circus tent? Yeah, I don't think the circus is in town right now. Oh, darn. (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to take a look? We need to be careful because we do have a gala tonight. We have a party to go to. And we don't want to be spent completely. True. We do get to rest, right? If you're done by if midday. If we're done by midday. Drew and uh, Valentine, perhaps you take a peek. I could yeah. cause a distraction. I could talk to the Barker man. Yeah. Yeah. I could appear I... as not myself and get closer. Also true. I'm happy to go take a look. Someone take leave. What's doing? Uh, Valentine's going to try to like stealth up to some area of the circus tent where there's not like a bunch of fake workers like is there maybe like a back or like a little crack in the tent where I can kind of peek in and see what I see in there and also can I do this as Watson goes up to maybe distract the main dude you can try to it's in broad daylight and there's a pretty big gap around the main tent so there's not a lot of cover for you to hide behind okay so Watson's walking up maybe we just send Watson over there and see what happens if he walks close to it like if they try to get him to leave or There's this, I mean, imagine sort of a bald head, broad-shouldered mustachio man. Hey, welcome to our circus. Oh, thank you. I love circuses. Well, it's uh, as unfortunate. Hold your applause and your joy, if you will. We are not yet finished setting up, but uh, tomorrow, come back tomorrow. I'm I'm happy to go in now. I can't wait. No, 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 no. He starts walking that way. Sal is going to start, like, walking around the back. Uh, uh, All right, you're just walking in. Well, no, I just, I like, I want to walk up to it and see if there's like somewhere where I can kind of look in while this guy's distracted talking to Watson. So because of sort of like a perimeter, like fence, because the circus has to control access to get people to pay money. You have to, there's only one point of basically entrance however, around unless you're going over the fence, which would be very visible. And the Barker has that in clear line of sight. What, uh, what sort of attractions will you have here tomorrow? We will have everything. We have a dancing bear, a gnome that does oh. just truly amazing magic. There's a few dwarves we have that can just hurl themselves up into the sky and Wait, float down light as a feather. Nothing oh. Oh, I see. other than how entertained you will be tomorrow when you come back. Well, we are why not is yet... it only tomorrow? I would love to see the show today. See, my, my, my granddaughter's coming in tomorrow, and I, I will be very busy with her. I want to see the show today. Uh, hey. Well, I'll tell you what. If you'd like to, I suppose I could give you a, a quick backstage peek. Oh, that sounds wonderful. And what are you doing while this is happening? Can I? Jane? Am I like close by? Can I hear this going on? Give me per- what's your perception bonus? Plus twenty-five. Um, no, you you you're not able to hear. That. Like a wind picks up a little bit, and you're not able to hear what they're talking about. And I guess she just lets them go. 
Now, what I said is it's not easy. It's nothing you can't attempt with stealth. I just wanted to make it clear that this is, there's not like an easy roundabout. Like it's a whole big, heavy staked down tent mm-hmm. from the ways and in. And there's apparently like a fence that I have to climb over. Yeah. If you yeah, want to go, or you can just try go? to s- slip in through the front, but it'll be directly opposed by a perception check from this Barker. I mean, yeah. If he's taking, yeah, if he's taking Watson in there, I'm just going to try to sneak in, like, while they're going in. What's everyone else doing? Drosharis, Fox? I think just milling about outside, keeping an eye, just observing, but, like, also just trying not to be obvious about it. Okay. And Drosharis? What are you doing? Standing back and kind of observing. Okay. Waiting for the time where maybe I have to take a shot at Stealth in there. All right, so you're you're kind of you're sort of stealthing in as they get closer to the tent, the circus tent. All right, so you're getting closer, and you kind of slip past the gate, right as the bar goes. Well, I suppose a quick backstage look for you, Watson. Oh, wonderful! Wait, what did you say? Sorry. I didn't tell you my name. <laughs> oh, you know, many people have heard of me. I am. I, I, I do a lot of healing around here. A quick, uh, I can give you a quick look in backstage, just uh, right this way. Oh, okay. And uh, he kind of opens a flap of the circus tent a little. Oh, I'm sorry, madam. I, I didn't know you were dressing back here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you, it's, it's kind of dark and there's some things like you can't really see. He opens it just enough for you to like push yourself through, but not enough to see in. Oh, oh, uh, hmm. uh, uh, do you mind if I go inside? And he, he doesn't, like, wait for him to react. He, yeah, just, he just walks right in. in. And he uh, steps right in behind you. At the center of the tent, there's, like, a single giant tent pole. And then there's just something covered in a big sheet next to it. Oh, uh, a pole. That's wonderful. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, hmm. Oh, well, what's under the sheet there? You, you're like asking him this? Yeah. And you turn around, and right as you turn around, you see he's slipped this ceramic mask over his face, completely obscuring how oh. he looks. And next time we play, we'll have you roll for initiative. Did I even get it? We'll talk about that next time. God. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at live to die pod leave a review, and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at Sirenscape.com. <laughs>